Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Two Two Girls, Girls, One One Hustle. Hustle. The podcast that will give you a guide with giggles on how to unlock your inner hustler. Well, hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Two Girls, One Hustle. It's very exciting. Already episode two. And I think we have to start by saying a massive thank you to everyone who listened to the first episode, Ready, Set, Procrastinate, and who gave us a follow on Spotify and Apple, and who gave us a five-star rating. It was amazing. We were so overwhelmed. We did not expect that sort of reception from you guys. So yeah, thank you. You've left a permanent smile on our faces all week. Yes, all these smile lines that you've been causing us, outrageous, but it's fine. <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll take them. No, we're very, very happy. So thank you so much. Um, and we're back for another episode. But before we get into the core of the topic, Lauren, how are you this week? Yeah, I, I'm good. I, I mean, I have been a little bit of a homebody this week because there is Storm Babbitt, the weirdest oh. name ever <laughs> for a storm and it is wreaking havoc across Scotland so it's been extremely extremely gusty uh yeah I've seen my dog's paddling pools go flying across the back garden it is <laughs> chaos what are they gonna do they need us they need their swim what are you gonna do I think you need to take them to a swimming pool you know I'd actually do I actually do Hugo would love that he would but yeah, I hope that it's not as awful as that where you are, Lizzie. No, down south of the UK, I have to say we've been blessed with some lovely sunny skies over the past week. However, don't get me wrong, we had awful weather the past week. It was pretty bad. So I think we're just having a little break and then I'm sure the rain will return. But yeah, at the moment, enjoying the sunshine. Well, I'm glad we're both good. And I think we'll kick off with our first little segment, which we actually... <laughs> real 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 sort of real talk here we genuinely forgot yeah with our first episode. total rookies here we, yeah we, we, we forgot that's that's all good and um, because really that encapsulates the non-hustler moment of the week which is a moment where 
it's not all about business. We're real people. Things go wrong. It's just to show, hey, hey, things go wrong with everyone. It's a normal little moment. So, um, Lauren, why don't you share something that perhaps this week went a bit wrong, didn't go to plan, and what happened with that? Okay, uh, right. Well, for me, I think it's, it's kind of semi-related to business-wise, but also food-related. Has anybody else ever ordered a pizza to treat yourself on a Friday after a really long, hard week of work? And I'd been to the gym as well, and I'd been doing really well with my exercise, so I was ready for this pizza. And it it didn't turn up. So, but yeah, so I did order it quite late. So I ordered it about half past nine, and the shop closes at ten, but it accepts orders up until half nine. So I think I ordered it like 20 past nine um, in the uh, evening. They accepted the order. It said the order was out for delivery. And at this point, it was about quarter past 10. The actual store itself had shut. Um, so we just assumed it was like on the kind of last order, last delivery round. Uh, yeah, sitting there, sitting there at 11 o'clock then came and passed. And I didn't have any food in the house either. And I was still sitting there, hadn't been fed. I was fuming I could I cannot tell you how angry and upset I was so we obviously tried to phone the store couldn't get through to them so I thought you know what you know what I'm raging I'm gonna use my public profile here which I don't normally do so I took a picture public profile so I took a picture and I put it on my story and I tagged the brand because it was like a chain restaurant and I tagged them and I was like is there anything worse than your pizza not showing up so here was me thinking I was being really smart arsed, like, yep, done this. And they did reply immediately and they were like, we're so sorry. And um, let us know what store it is and your order number. And I was like, okay, cool. Fast forward, <laughs> almost seven days later. <laughs> and um, the Instagram person was like, mm, we don't recognize that order number. We don't like this, that this has been going on for about six or seven days when actually I should have just phoned the shop on the Saturday morning. So I still currently, almost seven days later, don't have a refund and don't have the voucher that they were going to send me for um, the inconvenience because I decided to go to Instagram rather than just follow the normal complaint procedure. So I've learned my lesson. That was a bad a bad time. I'm not going to do it again, okay? Well, well, I I I know, I think a lot of people turn to socials in a situation like that and sometimes it pays True. off. Sometimes it pays off. I'm just sad that I you know. didn't get your pizza. I know. To be honest, I'm really sad. What was the order? There was two so there was two big pizzas. It was both customized pizzas and a bit greedy with some chicken strips and chicken wings well so there was a lot it was a big order it was a big order so still very sad I won't name the pizza company but if you were on my Instagram you would have seen it goodness well I'm very sorry I'm very sorry um well sort of speaking speaking of money really mine is quite money related because I had an absolute mare with my energy company this week and basically what had happened now this was a little bit of a faux pas on my point, I will admit, I hadn't submitted a meter reading in quite a while because I thought my usage has been pretty much the same as when I moved in. I thought that's that's fine. Um, and so I've been paying this set amount every month and I thought that's great. And then it came to the point and I thought, you know what, I've, I've got, I better submit a new reading. I'll submit a new reading. 
And it was marginally different than their estimated reading. And I thought, you know what? It's probably going to put it out 50 quid, maybe something like that. No, no, I got a bill of nearly 500 pounds. <laughs> and, and I just went absolutely mad at them. I threw a tantrum. Um, I sent, I couldn't get through to them on the phone lines. This is all via email, by the way. It was so frustrating. And I sent an email that said something like, I'm going to leave you. Um, this is absolutely disgraceful. And then of course I, they, they won't reply to any of my emails now. And then I re I realized to myself, I'd rather pay this and then apply for a fixed rate thing anyway, which I have done and just keep a bit back if the reading is yeah. incorrect or something. And yeah, so my rant to them via email did not work. I did not receive what I thought would be them apologizing, sympathizing with me. No, it just went, it went down very oh. badly. Now they're ignoring me. So anyway, um, well, I think they're pretty good non-hustler moments of the week. We Indeed. hope you guys enjoyed that. And please feel free to share your own non-hustler moments of the week. You can always email us at twogirlswhyhustle at runbyinfluencers.com. Or you can let us know on our Instagram, which is also at twogirlswhyhustle. You can reply, send us a little message or even just a little comment on our posts and there'll be more posts coming soon. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's move in to our topic of the week, Yay. which um, is, I presume while you're all here, it's all about branding, um, how branding can make or break you and our experience with that. So to start off, I think there are many things to mention here because let's face it, branding can be about the name of your brand, the tagline, the coloring, your logo, everything. But I think, to start with the basics, you've got an idea. It's been simmering away mm. and you're thinking, mm, what am I going to call this brand? And I think that's where we should start. Now with us, mm. we have many different names. Oh my goodness. We had so many different names. And as we mentioned last on the last episode last week, we also had many business ideas. So we had many business ideas, which meant we had many names for many business ideas. So the many names went on and on and on. And it was a really, really hard, but one of the main things that we would recommend when trying to come up with the name is actually just doing your research because it's so easy to spend loads of time coming up with a really amazing name and then finding out somebody else has already called their business that's exactly the same thing, <laughs> the same name. So, and that happened to us, didn't it? Quite a few times. It did, absolutely. And I think one really useful thing for us is, as well as doing your research, so that can be a quick Google, it can be looking on social media, depending on what your sort of brand is look on the trademark register yes. now you can it, you can look on the UK and the EU register if you're based in the UK you can access the US one as well but just depending on where you're based just have a little look it's an easy to access register just give a quick google and you can look on it because it means that if somebody has recently registered for something and you can see the different classes that that trademark comes under which means the business category if it's something identical, you don't want to go with that name. No, and there's been recent stories, for example, it was in the headlines this week, that EasyJet were suing a, a band called Easy Life because of the word easy. So you wouldn't have thought a band was anywhere similar to an airline, but obviously EasyJet have, you know, easy, uh, easy hotels, you know, yes. all they use easy for quite a lot of different things, easy holidays. So it was enough that that band then 
had to change their name and you don't ever want to be in that situation where you create a brand and then have to rebrand because you didn't realize that yeah that was too similar to another company and i think do you know that while we're on the topic of trademarks there are people who will buy up trademarks in order to sue companies and get the money and they make a living off of that that is insane oh my goodness that should have been in the uh the side hustle of the week <laughs> i feel oh. like that is a that is a side hustle and a half that wow yeah it's just yeah. i feel like that's really menacing though like that's just mm. you know like it's so hard for people anyway to start a business that's just so unfair isn't it for it is yeah it is you've just got to be aware but that's why knowledge is power Mm. and making yourself aware of the things like the trademark registers and doing your research is so key and then i would say as a rule of thumb narrow it down to say two or three maximum and then get the opinions of other people friends family partners get the opinions and see what they think of them And would they click on that brand? Do they think it sounds good? Is it too wordy? Is it too complicated? Is it something you've made up? Does it, does it, does it make sense? That's one of the biggest ones. It might, in your head, you might be like, this makes so much sense to me. And then you go and tell somebody else and they're like, what's that? (laughs) I wouldn't have thought that that meant that you had a t-shirt brand. Or, you know what I mean? It's like, it might make sense to you, but it doesn't make sense to anybody else. So there's no point having that branding in that case. And I think... There's that temptation as well. There's a lot of media companies who will have a name like Banana or something. It'll be something completely. It'll be something completely random. And the and the fact is that that can work amazingly if you've got real power behind it. Mm. But at the end of the day, if you're looking for searchability and you're just starting out, maybe it's better to go with something that really does show what you're selling, show what your you know your brand is, very simply by its name. Absolutely. You know, rather than being obscure. And once you've got that name, that gives you such a great starting point to start building everything else from because then you can start looking at um, logos, perhaps if you want a picture Mm. logo, if you're just going to go with the writing. And of course, something that we did as well is we actually looked at colour charts, didn't we? So we sort of looked at what different Mm -hmm. colours mean to different people when you're actually sort of looking at um well looking at colors so for example us with rbi we went for an orange and that actually represents energy happiness vitality yeah i was just gonna say you can use different platforms so like you can use we use canva a lot for this so you can create a mind map um you can create a whiteboard we may have mentioned this before and when you're looking at colors and how you build your color map is we always started with pictures yes so what makes you think of happiness? So it could be a really sunny day, that really sunny yellow. Maybe there's fruits, like, you know, it could be anything and you just build up lots of pictures of what makes you think of your brand and then you take samples from that of the colors and you build up a color chart and then you go from there and you work out what colors work together and what color really represents and I think that that is the best way to do it rather than just being like oh okay I mean I like the color red I don't know what shade I just like the color red so I'm just gonna have red it's a lot more complicated (laughs) it's a lot more detailed than I think we initially thought because I mean 
RBI wasn't originally orange. Not like that anyway. I think we had, I think we might have even had like a sort of cerise we're, pink, we're blue, pink. something like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think, especially if you're working with another person, I think having something like a mind map, and as you suggested, putting down the pictures of things that you, you want to represent sort of thing and those feelings and emotions, that's actually a great way to come to a joint decision. And even if you're mm. working solo, putting it down on paper, whether that's physically in front of you or all with a Canva mind map or something, that's so helpful. But I think definitely getting something down. Absolutely. And I, th- I think when you're saying that with two people, so quite often in business, you'll find a lot of people can work really well on their own and actually working as a team can be harder. So when it comes to creative ideas, that can be really challenging to give and take. But when you do it like that together, it means that you come up with something that is a bit of both. You compromise, you know, and then actually you end up both really liking that or your team really likes it because it was you know it was worked on together absolutely and I think that's really important I think that's really important and I mean we we definitely disagreed along the way but we (laughs) of course (laughs) that is always gonna happen as well we both have very different ideas at times but we've always been able to come to an agreement and be able to understand each other's Mm -hmm way and I think part of the disagreements as well were because we both didn't have that perfect image in our heads yeah so we were still trying to find that branding find that logo find those colors Mm -hmm. and it wasn't until we really sat and we really spent that time and then we worked together that we came up with our branding and we love it we We still love our colors to this day we love it um (laughs) now you obviously mentioned there about canva and i think it would be really Mm. handy just to mention some other free resources really or low-cost resources that you can use so obviously canva is really our number one i would say that we have used that more than anything to be honest absolutely it's it's fantastic canva it really is you for what you get for the price it is Mm -hmm. yeah Massive. I massive rep it. So yeah. Canva, if you want to sponsor us, we will take it. <laughs> we do. It's, do you know, it's, it is so user-friendly. It is amazing. And they've even got their magic AI on there at the moment as well. So it's oh, sort yeah. of um, really responsive. And whatever you want to do, marketing materials, website ideas, logos, it's amazing. So get yourself a mm. Canva account. It is great yeah because you can start by you can start for free you can so you can actually start for free yeah and just try it out absolutely very useful absolutely um and I think it's only oh I'm I'm gonna put myself on a limb here is it something like 10 10 99 a month 11 I think per user and I think but I think what we did was it actually worked out so much better for the year I think it was like discounted and I think we got it for about 240 pounds for three users for the year And that was premium. So that was actually really, really good considering the amount we use it. So that's great. And another site that um, is really good is logodesign.net. This is if you're looking, Mm. I I say if you're looking in particular for a logo that has an image with it, it's really good. You can have a real play around with it. It comes up with lots of ideas. You'll put in the name of your business, the genre of your business, that sort of thing. And you can, it will come up with loads of ideas that will generate it for you. So that's quite a good place to start. And that's free. Yeah, that's free to use. Cool. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, all the template websites, so your Wix, your Shopify, all the ones we've sort of mm. mentioned, they all have logo design services as well. So they'll often have logo tools. Um, and again, to play about with your branding and coloring, they'll often have color palettes you can use that are pre preset, you know, if you're looking for blues or oranges or a mix. Nice. And of course, if you're creative, uh, using Photoshop. Absolutely. Photoshop is where we created our RBI logo. So our RBI logo was a Photoshop created logo and our two girls one hustle was a canva created cover photo so we have used both yes of those um of those platforms or platforms machines whatever i will software (laughs) (laughs) whatever you want to call it we have used um a couple of different things but yeah photoshop is equally Mm -hmm. easy to use if you know what you're doing it's not the easiest to use if you're not I say a creative if you have experience using photoshop Mm -hmm. it's easy to use but if you haven't got any experience at all with photoshop then I probably would suggest that you use one of the other um alternative uh websites to create your logo or I mean obviously you can still go and you fiverr we tried that fiverr fiverr.com yeah that's great that Mm -hmm. is great lots of there are lots of low cost options and i I would say that some reasons why people struggle to sort of get off the starting line is because they think actually i'm not a creative i've got the business idea but i i cannot imagine visually how that's going to look and that's fine because there are people out there that do so a resource like fiverr Um, or one of these websites where you can pay someone to do a specific job for a set price, it, as literally Fiverr, as its name states, can be from something like $5, very cheap. So if you want someone else to do it, check out a site like that. Um, and the, like People Per Hour, I think is another one. So any where you can get someone else to do your branding, there are low cost options available. Don't feel stuck if you can't think of that yourself there are people that will come up with names and and everything so one last thing that I wanted to add about branding as well is it's so so important how something as simple as your logo or the the colors you use how they're going to appear to your target market because I think especially Lucy you might be able to agree with me on this in this day and age there are a lot 
a lot of different brands and websites that pop up all over the shop that are selling products for example or selling services and they claim to be based in the UK or based in the US and actually they and you know they offer things very very cheap um, at low cost and actually they're they're from China and what we found especially is that people are less trusting so people are less trusting of those types of websites because they know that they might then get a product that's not high quality and you might be selling a really high quality product but if your branding is very basic and you know your website's very basic the same as these sort of kind of Chinese websites that similar look yeah very sort of I, I don't like to use the word spam, but it is quite spam-like, really, you know, like you get emails yes. through and you just think the product may be great, as you say, but it's not coming across like that. It's coming across like I'm going to get scammed, you know? Yeah, I'm going to get <laughs> scammed or I'm going to get I'm going to get a really like that doesn't look, you know, you might be selling premium pajamas, mm. but if your website doesn't look premium, people are going to think, oh, well, you're not selling me premium pajamas at 50 pounds you're gonna end up I'm gonna get some you know really cheap pair from China or somewhere like that that's really low quality garments and you know not get my money's worth so it's just to be aware of that when you are creating your brand and your your logos that you want to look the level that matches the products that you're selling. And I think, you know, that's one of the strongest points really is that when you have decided on the name, it's, it is how you want to appear to other people and the type of people you want to attract. Because at the end of the day, if you create mm. a brand that's aimed at students, but actually you've got really old fashioned sort of branding that's going to appear to the 70 plus market yeah. you're never going to hit that student market so it's a, it's a no. waste of time no. so I would definitely say and that could be part of your research and asking people you know you know uh, in whatever platform you have that could be putting out on your socials being like I'm creating this what do you think of this would you buy this how does that make you feel you know like getting people's opinions is so important and if you don't have anyone to ask then you know pay someone to to let you know how they feel about it you know go on five and be like I need opinions there's a way to do everything so don't be put off you know and yeah yeah you're gonna have a strong brand we believe in you you'll be grand you'll be grand (laughs) absolutely um well that brings us nice and swiftly onto quite a relevant listener question do you want to take it away Lauren what have we got here of course so thank you for the emails that we had in uh there were a few that were quite similar so um we're going to call this anonymous and I've tried to word it in a way that will answer quite a few of um the people that have written in their uh, questions so I want a career change. I have so many ideas about starting a new venture, but I'm struggling to just pick one. What's your advice on how to narrow things down and make the best business choice that I can actually stick to? Mm. Oh, this this is so us. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, what's the first thing that pops into your head? It's, I'm just trying to think, like, I mean, what is going to be feasible? Get down to your top three. Never have more than three choices with something. 
You don't want to be sitting there with 10. Yeah. And if you're struggling to narrow it down, no. as you're, I believe, just about to say, think about the ones that are going to be the most feasible to achieve if this is your first venture. Yeah, because there's no, there's no point, you know, like when we came up with an app, for example, we again quite quickly realised that that's going to require a lot of, mm. of cost that, or capital mm. that we didn't have. So as much as it would have been a really great idea, we didn't have that money to do it. So that... Yeah. So goodbye. <laughs> goodbye to the app, you know. <laughs> so Yeah, yeah. Revisit that at a later yes. date. So I think pick pick something that is going to be within reach. It's gonna be fairly achievable, mm-hmm. you know. If you don't have a lot of capital to put behind something, pick something that's, you know, service based. Maybe you don't have to buy a lot of product or, you know, something like that. So that could be a good place yeah. to start. Some something that you can maybe do from home that you don't have big overheads. That's a really good point. Um if you are thinking of doing a product-based thing, maybe it's looking into something like drop shipping and stuff as well, just again yeah. to keep costs down. And I think once you've narrowed it down to those top three, go back to the research. Go back to asking friends and family. Go back to seeing what's out there, having a Google thinking, oh, actually, have I got something unique here? Oh, okay. Maybe that takes that one off the yeah. list and I'm putting that one at number one. Absolutely. And I think if you're, if you are going to be wanting a a career change, I think you also need to really be looking at, okay, what is the current job that you're doing? Have you got, with these new business ventures, are you able to take any of the skills across from that job? You know, how much money would you be losing from quitting that job? Are you able to start your new business while you're currently still working in that job to start with? You know, I did that. Um, It is possible. And you know, it has to be something, if you, if you struggle to stick to stuff, then it's got to be something that you are also passionate about, that you are happy to spend. You know, what's a normal working hour, a working week is what, 37.5 hours? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something that you're willing to spend 50 plus hours on per week, because that happens, especially in the early days of a business. Yeah, absolutely. I think the passion is really important. I think where people go wrong a lot of the time with businesses is they just think, about the monetary aspect, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. because this is going to bring me in X amount of money. But actually, it's something they hate. <laughs> They're just yeah. doing it for the sake of money. And actually, even though the money side of it might be absolutely fantastic and your main goal, you've still got to like what you're doing and absolutely. put the passion into it because it's not going to be a smooth ride and there's going to be ups and downs. And during those downs, you have to really like and believe in what you're doing you you do I mean we have from experience we we do have sometimes we've had bad months you know where we've had a whole load of um deals booked in with the agency and they've all fallen through for whatever reason and that's really really hard but because we love what we do we love our job it gets us through that you know we're, we're going to be realistic we're not sitting here saying oh my goodness we run a multi-million pound business no we <laughs> we still have bad months but it works that's, it's, that's just the nature of having a startup definitely absolutely so I hope that answers uh, your question or questions mm. um and gives you a little a little sort of insight into that but I think definitely narrowing down the idea doing the research, thinking about your current role, can you afford it, all those sorts of things. And is it something you love? They're the main 
points. Love it. I would say. Absolutely love it. Well, you'll be pleased to know that we are going to move on to the side hustle of the week, which is where we find a really weird and interesting way to hustle that people actually do. And this week, we have found that it's to be a professional cuddler. Goodness. What do you think of that? Well, first off, I'm thinking, would I like to be a professional cuddler? And then I'm thinking, would I like to be professionally cuddled? That's a good point. Hmm. That is a good point. Yeah. It's a two-way street, this. Because yes. a professional cuddler, you may be surprised to learn, that a cuddling session could cost as much as $80 an hour. That's some That's serious like money. a massage. That, That's like that a is. massage. Maybe it, yeah. maybe it is kind of like a massage then. Maybe it's like a... Because it's that physical mm. touch. People do crave that physical touch, don't they? That's true. That's true. That's true. It's that physical touch. And I think it's that connection. And I I think it almost goes back to the sort of COVID times in a way. And I do Mm. actually wonder if it's become more popular sort of after COVID people feeling quite isolated from the world and actually really craving that physical touch uh, in in a non-intimate romantic way, just actually wanting to be held true but as you've said the non-intimate romantic way I feel that cuddling you know especially if it's 80 dollars how long is the cuddling going to be for is it a half an hour cuddling session you know people use cuddles you know we watch um there's a reality show on called married at first sight and one of the intimacy exercises they do in it is they cuddle for a long period of time and the people then feel closer so where are the boundaries in this you know are the people you're cuddling going to then start feeling affection for you and vice versa you know I I think it gets quite difficult I would agree and I think I have heard of this before and I I believe I remember one woman saying about she does have set ground rules so things like you know you you can't be touched in a certain place all things like that you know it has to all be above board sort of thing Mm -hmm. but at the same time you are creating that connection with someone so I think Mm. it's something where you definitely you have to have those set boundaries you have to have the time limit you have to have or think about the setting that you're in you know if you're in a bedroom obviously that's an intimate setting that's if you're true. just in a lounge are, are you in the back room of a cafe like, what's going on where where is this cuddling occurring that's what I want to know and what 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 kind what kind of cuddling is it like mm. are you like sitting on somebody's lap are you cuddling them from behind are you spinning on a bed are you like do you know I mean there's so many types of cuddling is it just a big bear yes. hug and you bear hug for like 10 minutes you know yes that's true and are there different rates for different cuddles oh that's a good a good shout there different mm, different tier yeah. systems different the tiers <laughs> the tier system of cuddles yeah wow what a world I quite like it though in terms of a side hustle because I think that must be quite nice if you're someone who is generally a very affectionate person mm. and you you love cuddles you love giving hugs and actually you know that you can bring someone joy from doing that and that's someone who really needs that cuddle wants to experience that then actually that's really lovely that you've got that sort of connection and everyone knows involved that that's... it's just a cuddle 
you know? It's, like I if mean, it's that's a, that's a nice way. You're looking at it a really nice way. Whereas you're I'm looking at it in a creepy way. You're I'm sitting at here, it, I can tell. Thinking <laughs> right. So please don't judge me, but I struggle with smells. I've got a really keen sense of smell. <laughs> I didn't think that's where you were going to go with that. <laughs> but I, well, well, I honestly like see if it was somebody that wasn't a wasn't looking after their personal hygiene. I would really struggle with that. Really, 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 really would struggle with that. That's fine because one of your one of your ground rules would be that they had to have a shower beforehand. Yeah, That's some people shower and then they still they still <laughs> shower, deodorant. <laughs> yeah, they have to be sprayed before they come to you. They, they have anti back perfume on kitchen bleach. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) so I would say this is not the side hustle for you no I'm gonna roll it out for you I I would give it a go oh there we go okay I'd give it a go um but I'd I'd say 10 minutes max I couldn't be doing an hour cuddle if anything my arms would hurt absolutely yeah well well, let's well let's just say so I feel like there's one point to me and one point to you because I feel like last week's episode we did it about the pooper mm. scooper which I could probably do because I've got dogs and yes. I pick up their and pee all the time and you wouldn't oh. do it whereas I wouldn't no. do this one but you would do this one so we've got a point each that's true okay a point each we'll tally okay. it up okay good we'll tally it up see who's got the most side hustles by the end of there we go this, uh, series yeah indeed there we go indeed lovely indeed. lovely uh well do let us know of course if you would be a professional cuddler or if you have been professionally cuddled i would Ooh. genuinely love to hear this um thank you guys so much for listening to episode two we are so excited i can't believe that went really so quickly indeed and just a little reminder that you can find us on instagram at two girls one hustle you can find us at x at two girls one hustle but that's with a two numerical two girls numerical one and hustle and you can also write to us at two girls one hustle at run by influencers.com very nicely done like it um thank you guys so much for listening uh just a reminder this will be out every wednesday around lunchtime uk time so please give us a follow on spotify and apple Podcasts. give us a five star rating because it really helps out and it makes us smile seeing the stars (laughs) it's exciting so (laughs) it's good so yeah thank you guys so much we will see you next week And yeah, have an amazing week. Get hustling. Yes, get hustling. Bye, guys. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. 
Osea is a woman-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified. So you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER.